used to dealing with the worst of the worst. But every now and then, this world has a way of surprising me. More and more wanted posters are going up, sporting quite an ugly mug, spotted wings, bendy legs, and those characteristic red wings that could make even an entomologist cower. But for me, it's just another Tuesday. Hello, and welcome to Totally Buggin', the podcast about all things creepy crawly. We are your host organisms, Cami and Faith. Uh, if you guessed from the intro, Faith has a very special uh, bug to talk to us about today. Um, and also, just before we get started, last week we told you, oh, our audio quality is going to be so much better. We got new microphones. Well, then I got, <laughs> s- then I got sick. So we're recording separately. So my audio might be a little bit terrible this, this week. Will be, this will be a good test run for a uh, summer episodes actually i was just well, i just but during the summer i'll have my good microphone oh that's right hmm i yeah i'm using my my headphones so <laughs> um apologies and also apologies if i my voice is not what it usually is um i've been confined to bed for the past couple of days oh. so Sick. just that disclaimer but i'll let faith get get into what she has to tell us about today Basically, we've been seeing a lot of wanted posters go up around campus, but not for the normal type of culprit you would expect. They are bug wanted posters that say, if you see this bug, like you need to kill it. You need to let the entomology department know. You need to let the U.S. What is it? U.S. Department of Agriculture know. USDA know. The bug that is on these wanted posters is the spotted lanternfly, which... Sounds innocuous enough, but actually it's a very bad uh, little buggy that's been interfering in the, I will say, the like northeastern parts of the United States and the states and I think some of the south. Correct me if I'm wrong, Cami. Um, I know it's as far south as uh, North Carolina, at least. Okay. I would and here I thought self. you were going to talk about the wanted posters for the guy who's been stealing from the market or stealing people's oh, yeah. food delivery. Or people's... maybe even the person who egged my dorm. Oh, are they still at large? <laughs> they still haven't cleaned up the egg. There's eggshells and like dried yolk. It's disgusting. Ew. Power wash that sidewalk, please. Yes. Oh, it's on a sidewalk, so, like, people have to step on it? Presumably, we try to step around. Okay, but, okay, but there's also this um, very dangerous, like, it looks like someone dropped an entire thing of nachos in South Campus because there's just, like, this huge blanket piece of cheese that's been rotting into the sidewalk for the past few weeks. Faith, you're going to get the cheese touch. Stay away from that. (laughs) I have not touched it, but I actually did watch a girl in front of me step right into it and like Nike sneakers. The cheese touch. She has it. Did you, when you were in elementary school, did you guys play like the cheese touch? Yeah, I don't remember what it was with though, because it wasn't with like, I think like if you touched like the slide or something and like it would change every time we played the game but like you wouldn't tell people what it was or something like that I didn't participate in this but in elementary school there was this weird kid named Tyler and (laughs) 
if you accidentally like bumped into Tyler, you got the Tyler touch. People would use it to bully this poor kid. I I didn't do it because I knew it was mean at the time. That's so awful. Yeah, but you know, as as a person who was lightly bullied in elementary school, uh, for a lisp, that sucks. So oh, spotted lanternfly. Yes, spotted lanternflies. Um, in this episode, we're going to talk about what they are, their life cycle, and why we've been having this weird phenomenon of insect wanted posters instead of, you know, actual wanted posters for the debaucherous things that people do on campus these days. Mm-hmm. So first, what is a spotted lanternfly? A spotted lanternfly is a plant hopper, part of the, I always say this wrong, hemiptera? Hemiptera. Hemiptera, Okay which is uh, true bugs, if you remember our entomology basics episode. It's in like the same, what is it, order? Order. It's it's in the same order as like a stink bug would be. Mm -hmm. And it's indigenous to parts of uh, China and Vietnam originally. And that is a little hint for what we will get into later. Oh. Uh, But first we'll talk about its life cycle. So the first part of its life cycle is egg laying, where an adult female spotted lanternfly will lay its eggs on pretty much any flat outdoor surfaces. So uh, the sides of trees, vehicles, um, like maybe sports equipment or outdoors equipment that you let cars, cars that you let sit out over winter. I don't know why, but I specifically, I specifically thought of a canoe. Like, I don't know why that was the first thing that popped in my head. Sure. Um, But they lay their eggs from Uh, September to October, and the eggs will stay and develop over the winter until May, where the first instars will hatch from May to June. And if you're not an entomologist like us and you have no clue what an instar is, an instar is just the different phases of life cycle in between moltings. So the first instars haven't molted at all yet, and then the second instars have molted once, um, etc., and I can think- I make a comparison for the yeah, stars? Go- yeah, go ahead. So basically for the nymphs, basically. Nymphs. For the yeah, for the nymphs. Mm-hmm. Um, you could compare that to being like childhood. So mm-hmm. the egg stage is like when you're in your mom's belly. Mm-hmm. And then when you're a nymph, it's each instar is kind of like the different phases of childhood. So mm-hmm. like instar one you're a baby. In yeah. star two, you're a toddler. In star three, you're in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're a teenager and then you're an adult. Yeah. I was going to so say. So you can think of it that way. Yeah. And like, it's a, it's mainly a size difference. Mm-hmm. Like just first in, or second in stars are bigger than first and so on. And then these first in stars are uh, black insects with white spots and bendy knee-like legs. Like they look They look like they have little knees on their legs and their like face area uh, just kind of looks like it has a small like snout kind of like, you know, those bugs that kind of look like they have elephant snouts. I think it's a type of beetle. Rhinoceros beetle? I think so. Yeah. They kind of look like that, but a lot shorter, like the Mm. snouts. Or are you thinking of like a weevil? Maybe. I could be thinking of that as well. Either way, they have a little... They have a little snout. And then the second instars, which are slightly bigger, will start to come out in June and July. And so will the third instars, June, July, through the summer, basically. 
and then the fourth instars will start to come out in July and September. And these also look similar to instars one through three, but they look different as they start to have red patterning in addition to the black and white spots. So not exactly stripes, but they start to have a little bit of red on them in the later summer months um, as they get older. And then the adults will, you will see in July through September-ish, later summer, early fall. And they have brown wings with black spots and red hind wings that you won't see while they're at rest, but you might be able to catch a glimpse of while they're in flight. And these adults eat a lot, mate and lay eggs for the next year and one generation per year. Okay. Mm -hmm. So why are we talking about this? And the reason we're talking about this is the spotted lanternfly is an extremely invasive species that has started to invade Japan, South Korea, and the United States instead of uh, the spotted lanterns flies natural habitat of China and Vietnam. Gotcha. Um, and an invasive species is an introduced species, meaning it does not occur there naturally, um, to an environment that becomes overpopulated and starts to harm its new environments. Invasive species cause huge huge effects, normally negative, on habitats and bioregions, causing ecological, environmental, or economic damage. And Cammy, I have a question for you. Yes, I have an answer. Can you think of any other um, invasive species? Cane toads, cane toads. I love cane toads. If anyone, um. <laughs> if, if you have like 40 minutes of your life that you would like to make the best 40 minutes of your life. Indeed. Go watch the Cane Toads documentary on YouTube. It's free. It's called, it's called Cane Toads and Unnatural History. It is my favorite documentary, and it's about the species of toad that was introduced to Australia to keep uh, cane grubs in check, and they didn't do that at all, and they became menaces. And it's basically about how humans interact with cane toads in all of these weird ways, Um Another example uh, mm -hmm. for my, I almost said hometown. I don't really have one of those, but. Um, I'm not like other girls. I don't have a hometown. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but an Okinawa invasive mm -hmm. species um, is the mongoose, which was introduced to try to keep mm -hmm. the habu population yeah. in check. Um, if okay. you're not aware, habu is a type of venomous snake. Okay, yeah. But do you want to guess what the problem was with that, Faith? Hmm. The I'm going to say the mongoose found something better to eat than the snakes. Not quite. One, not quite? So the mongoose is diurnal mm -hmm. and the habu is nocturnal. Oh no. <laughs> so they they're not awake at the same time. They don't really yeah. interact. Oh no. How did Okay, how do people know? So not now we just that? have we just have mongoose like running around in Okinawa. Aren't mongoose normally in I want to say India, maybe Africa? I know those are two very different places. Um I don't know, man. I just know that um we had a mongoose that would come sit outside of my calculus classroom. We called him moose. Aw. Is Moose the mongoose? 
little mongoose. Mm-hmm. I just remember reading a I just remember reading a very interesting story about mongoose mongooses? Mongoose. Just I think mongoose. A mongoose. Well, it was yeah. it was about a singular mongoose anyway. Um it was a very good like children's story about a mongoose that we read in like third grade for some reason. And then we watched like a YouTube very early YouTube video of the adaptation <laughs> in like cartoon form. It was really good. I want to know what that's called now. The examples that I gave are invasive species that have been introduced intentionally, but not to the effect that was intended. Mm-hmm. But my understanding is that the spotted lanternfly was introduced unintentionally. Is that yeah. correct? I do not think uh, spotted lanternflies were introduced on purpose. Um, and also, isn't when you introduce them on purpose called biocontrol, or it's a form of biocontrol? Yeah, it's um, yeah, that's right. It's okay. basically a form of uh, pest control mm-hmm. that is uh, non-chemical. So yeah. we'll eventually do an episode on integrated pest management because I'm taking a class on that next semester. Ooh, cool. But that's one of the methods that you can use to avoid mm-hmm. using pesticide. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But spotted lantern flies were definitely not introduced on purpose to uh, take care of another pest. They have become very much a pest themselves. So the spotted lantern flies uh, normal tree of choice is the tree of heaven. But since being introduced to these new habitats, they have spread to other plants and trees that are essential to other insects, animals, and humans. Currently, the spotted lanternfly has been seen in 14 U.S. states, and in alphabetical order, they are Connecticut, Delaware, Indiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Virginia, and West Virginia. So this is a... So I was right with the North Carolina being as far down as it's gone. Yep, that's about as far down as it go, or as it has gone. Mm-hmm. And um, from the website I used, I don't think there's any mention of them in Canada yet. Right, but that's actually a big concern. Them moving farther north. Yeah, very widespread, very widespread problem here, as it is able to quickly migrate to many states. And I believe it was first introduced in 2014, and. Now we have now it's in 14 US states in however many years 23 minus 14. Uh, nine, nine years. Quick mm-hmm. Oh, and Cammy, we can play another little game. Oh, I love little games. It's like a saw game or like, uh, I would say it's more like trivia or Jeopardy. Okay, so okay. you're not gonna roll in on a little tricycle with a puppet. No, I do not want to play a game. <laughs> isn't isn't that the thing he says? Yeah, it is. And then <laughs> he, he like flays you alive. <laughs> yeah, he d- like oh, that's oh, not my kind of game. <laughs> so basically, I'm going to name a bunch of products, and I want to know how you feel about them. Uh, these are all different products or trees that the spotted lanternfly has been attacking and munching to its heart's content. 
So, oh, so like products as in like agricultural products? Yeah, agricultural products. Not like products. skincare? No, not, not skincare. Oh, the okay. spotted lantern fly mm. is not a skincare girly. Okay, I was like, where is she going with this? But okay, yes, I understand now. All right. We got to stop the spotted lantern fly. It's getting all the moisturizer. <laughs> not the toners. Toners. Okay, so Cammy, do you enjoy almonds? Yes. Apples? Sometimes. Apricots? I've actually never tried one, but sure, we'll go with it. Okay. Cherries? Occasionally. Grapes? No, I don't really. I don't like the skin. I don't like the texture of grapes. Okay. You're but I like I like sparkling grape juice. So sure. I like oh, grapes. Okay, okay. Um hops. I'm 20. I was gonna say there is a correct answer. Neither of us are on page yet. <laughs> no. Um no hops for us. No hops for us. Mm -mm. Um maple trees. Um, I've never partaken of a maple tree, but I like maple syrup. I was gonna say maple syrup. Yeah. Uh, nectarines. I love nectarines. Ooh. Oak trees. What do I get from an oak tree? I don't know. You could play in an oak tree. You can enjoy sure, the shade yeah. of an oak tree. Yeah. Um, um, I, can, well, I'm just picturing the episode of Drake and Josh where they build the treehouse, but they forget to put the door in. Drake, where's the door? <laughs> I'm going to put it right over there. Peaches. I love peaches. Peaches are my favorite. Peaches, 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 peaches. I didn't realize what you were doing at first. <laughs> that movie was terrible. Really? Yeah. Wait, did you actually go to see it? No, Max got emailed, or not emailed, he got sent a link to, like, a pirated version of it on Discord the day that it came out. Nice. So he's like, we should watch Mario Brothers together. I'm like, okay. It was so bad. I was like, I feel sorry for kids today that, like, this is, like, this is the like, quality of film that they are being given. It was not um, good. This is, like, peak film for them. No, like, truly, like, Jack Black as Bowser, like, Iconic only good choice. part of the movie. Only. Mm. Are you playing like, the Pedro you, Pascal you but that? with Jack Black? No, with Bowser. Oh, with Bowser. Okay. Yeah, specifically as Bowser. So like, Max, take notes. Take notes. This is what women want. What women want is Jack Black to play Bowser uh, for them. No. Bowser. No, just Bowser? As, yes, Jack Black as Bowser, like that character. Yeah, Jack Black as Bowser. Yes, but you're okay. making it sound like I'm after the Jack Black part. I like his iteration of this character. Okay, okay. That was, like, uh, the only good part of the movie. The rest was, like, bad. I'm still saying, he's a king, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Tucks hair behind ear. Yep. Okay. Uh, pine trees. Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, plums. I used to love plums when I was little, actually. I, I ate dried plums all the time. Just ask my mom. That's so cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, poplar trees? I don't know what that is. I think I've seen them. They're pretty. Okay. Uh, sycamore trees. I don't know what those look like, but sure. Walnuts? I assume that they're important. Walnuts, I do like. I like walnuts. And yeah. 
Ooh, in brownies and in like banana bread. I don't like banana bread without nuts. I only like it with nuts. I don't like banana bread, period. I only like it if it has nuts in it. Willow trees. Yes. Okay. I like them. These are all different uh, trees and agricultural products that the spotted lanternfly has started to munch on. So if you like any of those things that we just listed, which is a lot of things, a lot of fruits um, and delicious trees, um, Mm -hmm. you should care about this because it's a very widespread problem. Speaking of spread, how does the spotted lanternfly spread and how can we help? So It's a hitchhiker, right? Yeah, that's what I was just going to get into. The spotted lanternfly, even though it has wings, it can't fly very long distances um, like a monarch butterfly or uh, like bees. It can't fly very long distances. It can just kind of fly away if it gets scared. Um, But it is a hitchhiker, as Cammie said, which means uh, they use other things to travel long distances, um, such as people, vehicles, animals, Um, And also transporting infected material um, also introduces uh, spotted lanternflies to new environments. So if you're carrying infected lumber in a big truck, it could go a few states over. And then you have new spotted lanternflies in that area, which is... And I was already scared of lumber trucks because of Final Destination 2. This does not help. (laughs) Oh no, we got killed by a tree and it has a spotted lantern fly in it. No, it's long and it went through my windshield. It had a bug. <laughs> uh, I cannot it, drive behind those things. I am no, so scared. scary. That I'm movie scary. like ruined, ruined driving behind any kind of truck, really. But especially if I see a truck with like logs on it, I'm like, mm, yeah, well, it's um, lean. my dad always taught me like, Oh, whenever you see something sitting in the back of the truck, just assume it's going to come flying out. Like when you see couches and mattresses and furniture and stuff like that. Canoes. Canoes. Just assume it is going to come out of the back of the car because it probably is. That actually happened to my sister one time. Oh, Like she was in front of somebody on the road and she had that thought, I better go around this person because they're whatever's in the back of the car is going to come flying out. And she gets into the other lane, and right after she gets in the other lane, the mattress, like, out of the back of the car. Was it a soft mattress, at least? I mean, maybe. This was probably a decade ago at this point. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm glad your sister had the intuition to get out of the way. Yeah, you Yeah, you pick up driving habits mm-hmm. from watching scary movies and listening to your parents when they give you driving advice. yep so how can we help this problem of spotted lantern flies um spreading and the main thing we can do is keeping an eye out for a spotted lantern fly eggs nymphs and adults eggs you will start to see in the fall uh where spotted lantern flies will start laying their egg masses on trees vehicles other outdoor surfaces like we said and they look like a wet smear of mud about an inch long. And uh, I believe I got this from the uh, USDA, so the US Department of Agriculture. You should like crush it and scrape it off of whatever surface it's on, put it into a baggie, and then into a baggie full of hand sanitizer. 
just or to rubbing like, alcohol or rubbing alcohol just to make absolutely sure that everything um is dead mm-hmm. and you can also look at plants in your area so plants that are like oozing or weeping <sighs> liquids like fluids um or have a fermented odor you can look out for as a sign of spotted lantern fly the actual term is called herbivory but i call it munchy mm-hmm. <laughs> if they're munching on sensible it. sensible um there can also be a buildup of like sticky ooze that has a honeydew odor on plants um and on the ground underneath infested plants or sooty mold on infested plants. So there's lots of different ways you can look to see if spotted lantern flies are in your area or maybe have been munching on some of the plants in your area. And if you see one of these things, you should take a picture if it's like of a plant or a tree, um, kill the spotted lantern fly if you can. They are not known to harm humans, like they can't sting or bite or anything like that. And then you're supposed to report it to the US Department of Agriculture. And if you look up on their website, or you could even look up just spotted lanternfly USDA, and there are different resources by state and different emails that you should report your spotted lanternfly to uh, based on your state. So then they can keep track of where spotted lanternflies have been spotted and I don't know, deploy resources to keep them contained and stuff like that. Because we do not want this spreading to other states and harming other plants, stuff like that. I do have one thing to like caution you if you are going to be killing spotted lanternflies. Mm -hmm. Make sure you know that it is a spotted lanternfly because you don't want to kill their lookalikes. Yeah. So... A couple of lookalikes for spotted lanternflies would be cicadas, tiger moths, leopard moths, webworm, mm-hmm. white line sphinx moth, and milkweed bug. Yeah. So, and I suppose ladybugs, I guess, too, a little bit, like the nymphs. Yeah, maybe a little. You could confuse a ladybug for... So just make sure that you know it's a spotted lanternfly spotted lantern fly before you kill it because we don't want to kill bugs that aren't invasive yeah no and i'm not by no means i'm saying oh yeah go looking for spotted lantern flies to kill them um it's just um, a it's a I, if you really when i when i'm home if i get bored or i don't want to clean i'm like i'm gonna go outside and i'm gonna hunt for lantern flies <laughs> and so i have i get a plastic water bottle and i soak a cotton ball in rubbing alcohol mm-hmm. and I position it so that the lantern fly jumps in there. Yeah. And then I seal it and it kills them within like three seconds completely painlessly. I mean, you can do that if you want, but yeah. I'm, and this, for, this the, is... for the USDA reporting also, that's mm-hmm. only if you're outside of like a known spotted lantern fly zone. Oh, okay. Because if you, you mention. if you set in a report every single time you saw a spotted lantern fly in my yard yeah you would never leave the yard okay yeah because we got it we get a ton of them in the summer okay yeah 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 that's about all i have for you guys um it'll be spotted lantern fly season soon so if you see these out in your area go ahead and give them a squish and if you're 
in an area that's not known to have spotted lanternflies, alert your USDA so they can get on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kill them on site. It is on site for these. It is on site with these. Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Totally Buggin. You can support Totally Buggin by following us on your favorite podcast platform and sharing our episodes with your friends. We can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for updates, episode previews, and additional content. You can also message us on those sites to request episode topics. Our website is currently under construction, but it will be back up soon. Thank you.